bag filled to the max on Christmas, isn't it? I mean, is there any kids in here like excited about that or, or man or what? Or I mean, do I get, I can call, I can call Santa and cancel Birmingham. Like, just don't worry about it. I mean, that's what, how many of you kids are you excited tonight about seeing what Santa pulls out of a sack for you in the morning? Is anybody else excited about that? Sound like some grown-ups are excited too. That's cool. That's cool. Well, you know, listen, that's part of the magic of Christmas, isn't it? But hey, you, you may not know this, kids, but when you grow up a little bit, when you come an adult, there, there's a new magic of Christmas, and it really, there's a lot of magic in getting the people that you love something that you know that's a perfect gift, right? I mean, that's it's awesome. It's awesome to pull up to grandma's house or to aunt and uncle uh, at Christmas and just get out of the back and just load up with presents and know you found just the perfect thing for that nephew or that niece. It's a great feeling to walk into the house carrying those presents. But gifts aren't all we carry at Christmas, are they? Sometimes we shoulder some burdens that no one else can see. What are you carrying over the holidays. Well, we don't talk about that at holiday parties. We sure don't talk about it at Christmas Eve. On I mean, Christmas Eve, we all put on a good face. We put on a smile. We gave you a Coke so you could have a smile and a Coke, right? I mean, we dress up a little bit to come to Christmas Eve service. We might put on that Christmas sweater or this year at Christmas tank top. And we come on to... And it rise crazy. It's like 70 degrees. My prayer this morning was, Lord, please give us this pretty a day on Easter. Um, it's going to be like 45 on Easter, right? <laughs> 70 degrees at Christmas. But that's what we do. And we, we, we dress up a little bit. We come. We're happy. We're smiling. We see some family and some friends. Everybody's going to go put on their, their, their best face to get a picture made in front of the Christmas trees afterwards, right? That's what you do at Christmas. But sometimes there are some burdens that no one can see. Sometimes we walk in the door even on Christmas Eve service and we're shouldering some things that are pretty heavy. And the promise of Christmas is this. The reason that angels said to the shepherds on that first Christmas that there was good news of great joy at the birth of Jesus is because this child was God's answer to this promise of the fulfillment of this promise and the answer and the solution to the burden problem. And we're going to read this incredible promise tonight that God gives us about Christmas. But before we do, I want to talk about some of these burdens and some of what we're shouldering because it's a very real problem. Hey, if you're new here this evening at Mountaintop, we welcome you. My name's Carter McKinnis. I'm lead pastor here. We're really honored that you've come. And, and, and I just wanted to share with you for a few minutes about some of the burdens I think that a lot of us are carrying when we come to the holidays. Sometimes, some of us came this evening carrying expectations. Maybe you've got expectations from your parents. Some of you teenagers feel that. There's an expectation that you'll go into the family business. There's an expectation that you'll be like them. And you know what? Some of us as adults, you feel that same kind of weight that maybe you're not quite what your parents thought you were going to be. And you're worried that you didn't meet their expectations. Some of us have these expectations of a, 
of a spouse and our, our husband or wife didn't put it on us, but we just put it on ourselves and we are not the spouse that we expected that we would be when we said, I do. Some of us have these expectations that we carry of being a parent because of the responsibility of raising children. For some of us, there are expectations at work that are crushing us because it's going a million miles an hour and we're not sure we can actually keep up with what they have entrusted us at work. And and check this out. Some of us, some of us here who are new to church and you came tonight, you were unsure about coming, but you came with a friend or family member. And our expectation, here's the struggle. We carry this, the weight of this expectation of what we think church people expect of us when we come, right? Because all the church people look like they have it all together. I have a secret for you. We church people don't have it all together, but we are really good at putting on a, nice fake face to act like we do. And we put these ridiculous, uh, unmeetable expectations on people. And maybe you feel that. Maybe you felt that every time you come to church, you're not sure you measure up to the church people. Some of us came carrying the burden of stress. Anybody else stressed out this Christmas? Right? Yeah. Some of us are, uh, are stressed out about money. That's like number one. You're like, what's the number one cause of stress in America? It's money. And the holidays don't make it any better, do they? And maybe you're stressed out about money this year because things are tight, so you couldn't buy all the things that you wanted to buy for family or friends. Or maybe you just did, did it anyway, right? And you figured the bill's coming in 2020. And you know that there are going to be some tough decisions because actually the credit card is the least of your worries. You've got some things that you've got to decide about that area of your life. Some of us are stressed out about work. Anybody stressed out at work? You go to work and you just, I mean, like you can feel your blood pressure rising because you've got a boss that you just can't work with. You've got an environment that, that, is, that is toxic and unhealthy, or you've got a job that you dread going to every single morning, or maybe the job's okay and the boss is okay, but you are just overworked and underpaid and you are exhausted. And the minute I say the word work, you immediately say stress, word association. Work, stress, work, stress, work, stress. That's immediately what you think. Of course, there ain't no stress like family stress, right? I mean, some of you are stressed out about a Christmas dinner that hasn't happened yet, right? Because you know there's going to be a fight about politics or football or both, right? <laughs> or both. It's just going to happen. You're like, how do I know your family, Right? And, and maybe you're just dealing, worried about stress or maybe there's stress of a divorce and you've got tension over swapping the kids out and whose house they're going to go to at Christmas or which grandma's house they get to go to. Or maybe you're stressed out just thinking and imagining that this might be the last Christmas before you get divorced. And you're going to put on a Santa hat and a smile in the next couple of days but you're stressed out. Some of us are carrying with us this evening, we brought the burden of comparison. Our lives don't look like our friends. We don't quite measure up. In fact, their Christmas card 
looked a lot like this. It was just beautiful. And you're like, are your children models? Like what's, and your, cause your Christmas card looked like this, <laughs> right? And that was after 78 tries. And you're like, I don't care. Send it to Shutterfly and mail it. I don't care. We just did it, right? That we just don't, we just are worried because we don't compare with our friends. Our, their house is perfect. Their Christmas decorations are perfect. And ours aren't. And some of us have compared ourselves our whole lives to a sibling. Maybe your mom or dad even said to you, why aren't you more like your brother or why aren't you more like your sister? And you hear those words ringing in your ears every single day. The good news about this comparison um, is that social media has made this so much better. It's all right. No, social media has multiplied this. So, hey, you young people in the room today, you teenagers, college age, uh, or kids in elementary school, I want you to know something, that you carry the weight of the burden of comparison in a way that my generation, Gen X, and those above us, and, and your, your, grandparents, your parents and your grandparents never had to carry. Because the comparison that we struggled with was that we had to compare ourselves to the most popular kid in school. But after we were graduated, we moved far from them. So we'd never had to think about them ever again. And then the only people we had to compare ourselves to were those couple of families that sent us a long letter with their Christmas card every year, telling us about how their daughter went to Harvard and their son went to Yale, but we just ripped it up and put it in the garbage. (laughs) Y'all remember that letter? But you young people have lived your lives within your pocket the ability to compare yourself not to the most popular kid in school but the most popular kids on planet earth every single minute of every single day and it can leave you wondering are you pretty enough are you good enough are you smart enough are you talented enough are you athletic enough the thing you worry about is am I enough and some of you walked in and you carry that burden Am I enough compared to everyone else? Some of us walked in, carry the burden of hurt. Because this is the first Christmas without somebody you love. First Christmas without mom or dad, without a brother or sister, without a spouse. First Christmas without grandma or granddad. And it just hurts. Or you're still carrying the hurt from a spouse that walked out on you and you didn't feel like you did everything wrong and the pain still lingers. Or maybe you even have the hurt of something physical. That there's something that happened, an illness, a, a surgery that you're still struggling with, you're still dealing with. You know, 10 years ago today, our founding pastor, Pastor Bill Elder was getting ready for Christmas Eve services and had a stroke 10 years ago. Man, praise God, Pastor Bill is still with us. Praise God. Yeah. He, he was actually, he was sitting right over here at, uh, at our four o'clock service. And Pastor Bill is, is here every Sunday he's in town and, and he was here tonight. But that Christmas Eve changed his life. And his family has to carry the burden of of what that meant, the physical limitations that that caused in his life. It changed our church forever. 
And some of you are dealing with the hurt of some kind of stroke, a heart attack, an illness, a disease that that literally just changed your life. It changed your career. You couldn't do what you wanted to do anymore. And you were dealing with some physical pain and, and and some mental anguish for the change that happened. Some of us have been hurt emotionally. Some of us are carrying the hurt of loneliness. And some of us, can we just be real honest? Some of you are carrying hurt from church. Like there was a time, and that was the reason that you were skeptical about coming tonight. The reason you haven't been in a while is because you were invested in a church and you were plugged into a church and some church person hurt you. And you're unsure. I mean, it it was a couple years ago, but it hurt. What are you shouldering? You know, you weren't meant to carry those burdens. In fact, the promise of Christmas is that Jesus came to shoulder what we were carrying. Listen to how the prophet Isaiah said it. He says it in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. This is what he says. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. Now, that word government is not not a political word. It's it's not what, what you're thinking. It's not a political statement. It's a power statement. It means rule. It means dominion. For our sake, for our understanding, probably the best word to, to understand it is authority. The authority is on his shoulders. And one of the reasons that a lot of us feel like we walked in tonight with the weight of the world on our shoulders is because we have put all the authority on us. You were never meant to carry all this stuff. In fact, this is the promise of Christmas that Isaiah says that Jesus came to carry what we were never meant to carry. Jesus came to carry all these things that we were never meant to carry. And if you're here tonight and you're feeling like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, the reason it feels that way is that you've put, you're in authority. Jesus will shoulder it all. If you will give him rule, if you will give him, him dominion, he will take it all. If he's in charge, and that's a big if, if he's in charge of us. Now, I really wish I could tell you that if you just trust in Jesus and light your candle, did you get a candle? And we're going to sing Silent Night. It's going to be real pretty, y'all. Then all your problems would go away. It's better than that. Listen to how Isaiah phrases it. This is how Isaiah says it. This child born to us, this son given for us, that will all authority will be on his shoulders. It says this, that he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of what? Peace and of the greatness. And check this out. This is unbelievable. Of the greatness of his government or his authority and, and his peace, there will be no end. In other words... That his authority is so great 
that it has no end, that there is no limit to what you can put on Jesus' shoulders. There is no end to the heaviness that you can take off yours and you put on him. And if you do that, then you will get a peace that has no ending. Don't you need some peace this Christmas? Not peace, peace that comes in the midst of this crazy world. Peace that comes right in the midst of whatever we're dealing with. Peace that says, I can put my expectations on you because I know I am made in the image of God. Peace that says, I can hand my stress to Jesus because I know that nothing that stresses me out can ever separate me from the love of God in Jesus Christ. Peace that can put my comparison on Jesus' shoulders because he says, when I am weak, then he is strong. When I am nothing, he is enough. And when he is in me, I am everything in him. Peace that says, I can hand my hurt to God because he will never forsake me and never leave me. And he will walk with me even if I have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Check check this out. Not peace that gets rid of the mess. Peace that was born in a cattle stall right in the middle of the mess. Don't you need some peace this Christmas? How would it feel to put all this on him. It'd be peaceful, wouldn't it? Well, it's a combo deal. It's a package deal. (laughs) To get the peace, it, it comes with his authority. And let me tell you something about his authority. It's the last passage from Isaiah I want to share with you. This is what it says about Jesus, that he will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing it and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. In other words, Jesus is the fulfillment of a promise God made to King David long ago. When King David was king over Israel, he told David that he would have a descendant on his throne over Israel forever. That Jesus is the fulfillment of God's plan to work through the people of Israel to save all the people on planet earth. And I want you to know something. You can't do anything about the authority that Jesus has over the entire universe and the throne that he sits over on all creation. But you get all the say. You get all the say over how much authority Jesus has in your life and whether or not he sits on the throne of your heart. There's only one vote for you and yours is the only vote that counts. You get all the say. And oh man, I want you to do that. I want Jesus to be on the throne of your heart. I want him to have the authority in his life. And I want to tell you, friend, it's not because I want Jesus to control you. It's because... It's because I think you're carrying one more thing that you can't carry. I think you're shouldering one more thing that none of us were ever meant to deal with and we don't know what to do with. It's sin. Like... You've got a past. 
you made some mistakes. You're broken. And like you, you can't undo it, right? You, you can't fix it. You can't, you can't become unbroken. And so often we're carrying this burden of a mistake we made years ago or something we're dealing with right now in the present, a a, a habit, an addiction, something we're carrying. And and we don't know what to do with it. We don't know how to carry it. And it is weighing us down. What if you were never meant to carry it in the first place? What if there was another way? This, uh, a few weeks ago, my wife, Emily and I, we went shopping on Black Friday. That's in a book of, and other dumb things I've done before. It was crazy. We don't ever do this, but my parents were in town visiting over Thanksgiving, and they were like, y'all go out. And we're like, okay. So we go, and she went out today. She went Black Friday shopping, my wife did, and then she went to Target today on Christmas Eve. I like, I had to pray for her safety, man. I, mean, I was just like, anybody else go to Walmart? Anybody go to Walmart today? You're the bravest person I've ever met. Wow, wow. So we go Black Friday shopping, and we went to Kohl's. You always find a deal at Kohl's, right? Love me some Kohl's. We go to Kohl's, and we, we find lots of stuff. So we, we get in line, and we've got this one really huge package. And we're, we're, it's too big to put in the, the, the little buggies at Kohl's. It's too big to even put in a bag. So we go through the line. We get in the line, and we see some church members. That, at that point, I'd only been at Mountaintop about three weeks. If, if those of you don't know, we're, we're new to Birmingham, new to Mountaintop. So, so glad to be here. And so I, don't re- I didn't really know everybody. I knew less people then. And so we get there, see some church members. They're like, hey, we're Mountaintoppers. And I recognize them. We, t- we talk for a minute. And uh, so we, we pay, for, pay our bill and then we go out the door. And I'm having to carry the box, you know. So I'm carrying the box and I go through the exit doors, through the little, you know, radar things they got or whatever they are. And it goes, ah, ah, ah. that ever happened to you? That ever happened to you? I, I kind of giggle. I look back at the church members and they're like, oh, new preacher's a thief. That's cool. <laughs> like you have this feeling and there's like, did we pay? Did she pay for it? Did I pay for it? We did pay for it, right? So we take it back over to the, the cashier. She rubs it on the thing. You know how they do that? There's like a thing they rub it on. They pray over it or something. I don't know what happens. And I was like, I don't know why that works, but I go back and, and I go back to it again. Okay, I'm going to be good. Ah, ah, ah. And the cashier looks at me and she's like, you're good. Don't worry, you're good. So I carry this thing out. And this ever happened to you? You're, and you go into the parking lot and it's the weirdest feeling, isn't it? Because even in the parking lot, you're just, there's a part of you that is thinking, I'm just at any second, a security guard's going to come up to me and go, sir, Right. Can I check about that package? It's this weird thing that you feel like you're doing something wrong or you feel like you don't know what to do with this package, that there's something, and and even as you're putting it in your trunk, and it's the craziest feeling. You know why it's crazy? It's paid for. Some of you are carrying around this sin 
And it's this big box, and you're just waiting for a buzzer to go off while you're walking around. And you're just waiting for everybody to notice how ugly your past is. And you're just waiting, and you just think, oh, man, if they knew me when I was 20, if they saw what I did when I was, 20, when I was 17, oh, man, if they knew me in my first marriage, oh, gosh, if everybody knew how ugly my past is, how sinful it is, how messed up it is, and you're carrying it around, and you don't know what to do with it. And it's the craziest thing because it's paid for. It's paid for. Jesus died to pay for your sins. And I want you to put the burden on his shoulders. Because this child that was born and this son that was given was for your sin. You see... What happened in Bethlehem was just the beginning. Because 33 years later, Jesus would have something much heavier than a Roman cross on his shoulders. He would have the weight of the sin of the whole world. Your sin, your sin, my sin. Jesus died to pay for your sin. It was a brutal scene. At Christmas, we remember a much more beautiful scene. A star, angels singing, shepherds with little sheep, and the Christ child in the manger. But friends, the cross is the reason for the manger. The cross is why a child was born. And the cross is why a son was given. And the cross is why the angels proclaimed that very first Christmas that this is good news of great joy for all the people because a son was given and a child was born so that you could have peace, so that you could have hope, and so that you could know forgiveness. Aren't you tired of carrying all these burdens and shouldering the weight of your sin? Friends, Jesus came to carry what you were never meant to carry. Won't you just hand it to him? The songwriter probably said it best. Oh, holy night. The stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin, my sin, their sin, your sin, long live the world in sin and error, pining, hoping, praying, yearning, longing. Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. I want you to know something. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what mistake you made. I don't care about your past, how bad you think it is. 
you could put the authority for your life on his shoulders because a child was born and a son was given for one reason because your soul because you and because you and you and you and you and you were worth it and all you have to do is believe believe